In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. I could subtitle this homily as well, the celebration of Dependence Day. Not Independence Day. Dependence Day. Depending on our Lord Jesus Christ, living in his kingdom, following his righteous righteousness. So, this is the third Sunday that follows Pentecost. The first Sunday was an exhortation that I think is important to remind us of. These are all exhortations about becoming um, disciples of Christ. He says, uh, on that Sunday, the Lord said to his disciples, everyone who acknowledges me before men, I also will acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. Whoever denies me before men, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. For he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Now, it's important here to note that God doesn't say not to love your family. He says, love them, but not more than me. This is the big piece here. We are called to love the world. We're called to take care of the world, but not more than God, not more committed to that than we are to his kingdom. Kingdom first, others second. Kingdom first, others second. We have to keep that perspective. Uh, it's important that we understand our love and our need to share care for other people. Love your neighbor as yourself, as the Lord commanded us. But we have to keep the priority of his kingdom as number one, and we'll get into that a bit. Last Sunday, he calls his apostles and says, says follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. So he's calling them to be as, he's, as us, calling us to be, dedicated servants of the kingdom. Not just part of the kingdom, but dedicated servants of the kingdom. And today he says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. The statement is not only establishing a clear objective, but is also a battle cry. The kingdom of this world, ruled by the prince of darkness, Look around us so we can see all the destruction and dissension, the vision that this ruler in this kingdom produces. It's clear as a bell. We live in a broken world with broken people that do broken things. That's the kingdom of this world. We're there to help it, to take care of it, but the kingdom of God is our priority, and if we live in the kingdom, we can actually care for this world in a better way. But if the world is our first priority, we, we, this will become uh, a very frustrating adventure. Broken world, broken people, doing broken things. That's from the beginning. What happened, Adam and Eve had Cain and Abel. What was the first thing that Cain did to Abel? Killed him. This is the beginning of this fallenness away from God. So we have to understand how important this is. The Lord makes it very clear to us. He says, no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or will be devoted to the one 
and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. So today we're called by God to make a choice. What's my priority? Is it the kingdom of God first and his righteousness? This is a call from God to you today. We are at war. The Lord says today, what side are you on? Um, to whom you, do you owe allegiance? You know, I'll, this, this is a, uh, an important story in my life, and I'll share it with you. So uh, my wife and I, thanks be to God, uh, in her early 20s, re rededicated our life to Christ and became a part of the church in Isla Vista, which is now this community. Um, that was uh, long, long ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> so I went to, uh, kind of coming out of that college world, um, I was, I had my feet in both worlds. And I remember went to Father John Braun and I talked to him about how do I solve this dilemma? Kind of things here I wanted over here and things I wanted over here. He said, Father Nicholas, actually he said, Kurt, he said, jump in with both feet. I'll never forget it. Jump in with both feet. I'll do it. Solidly, that didn't jump very high. I used to jump a lot higher than that. Uh, jump in with both feet. In the middle. And things, you'll figure things out there. But if you straddle, you'll never figure it out. Your life will be so confusing. You will love the one and despise the other. You will hate the one and love the other. You will be in a dilemma constantly. Oh, I want this. No, I want that. No, I want this. You have to jump in with both foot into his kingdom. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then everything is added to you. Then everything comes to you. So I think it's very important to understand how, how this commitment is, is asked of us to be made by God because it makes life make sense. It eliminates the confusion. This kingdom that he's asking us to commit to, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. But we must firmly be planted and committed in his kingdom, expressed in his one holy Catholic and apostolic church. That's how we get it. The kingdom of the world is still and will attempt to discredit, dismantle, divide, and destroy the kingdom of God. That's its objective. It has been at work from the time of Christ. The Lord even said this. He said, you will be hated for my sake, but those who endure to the end will be saved. Some may say God's righteousness is old-fashioned, outdated, backwards, even hateful. The Lord gives us these words, Blessed are those who persecute you, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. Some call evil good and good evil. The Lord says, Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. So firmly planted, even if these voices are coming at us, even if these things, these confusing things are happening, plant yourself firmly in his kingdom. Do your prayers to church more than you do. Even if you come a little bit, come more. If you come a lot, come more. Do your prayers. Don't miss them. 
Read Holy Scripture every day. Commit yourself to this. Find this place that your soul can rest. God's giving this to you not because it's hard, it's because it makes life easier. God is with us, beloved. He prevailed at the cross. He's prevailing now, continuing to secure his church as the kingdom of heaven in the kingdom of this world. And he will prevail at the end of his second coming. And that God that prevails is with us. You will prevail with him. So a couple important things, I think, uh, to encourage us in regard to this commitment that the Lord has asked us to make this morning. God takes care of us, beloved, as we reside with him in the life of his kingdom. It's really interesting after he says, you can't serve two masters. He makes this statement, and sometimes this always catches me off guard when the Lord makes, he's kind of moving into kind of a very aggressive place. And then he says, therefore I tell you, don't be anxious about your life. What? It's like, what? You just told me there's this great battle, the kingdom's going on, and he says, oh, by the way, don't be anxious. <laughs> what do you mean, don't be anxious? Well, St. Paul gives us the answer to that. Because he says, St. Paul, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any created thing shall separate you from the love of God. That's why don't be anxious. Because he's persuaded that nothing can separate you from God. If you live in that kingdom, if you commit to his way, you will prevail. You will prevail. God helps us, saves us, has mercy on us, and he keeps us by his grace continually. God forgives you. God strengthens you. He fills you with light when, you're, when you find yourself in darkness. He can give you love when you battle anger. He can give you hope when you find despair. He can give you gratitude when you're discontent. St. John Chrysostom, commenting on this verse in Romans, says, we have a faith against which nothing can be done. Let me say that again. You have a faith against which nothing can be done. You're, that's it. I remember Father John giving that homily, and he quoted that from St. John Chrysostom. I felt like I had to get a Superman t-shirt on. You have a faith against which there's no kryptonite. Nothing. Nothing can be done against the faith. That's why he says, get into the kingdom. Seek it first. Live according to his righteousness. Because against that faith, nothing can be done. That's why the Lord said, don't be anxious. I got this. So, we are justified by faith, St. Paul says in the epistle today. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So, we're bombarded by so many thoughts, so many voices coming at us, loud, emotional, divisive voices. You know, I can count with both hands how many times I have solved a problem in the middle, middle of divisiveness, confusion, and division. 
Zero. Zero times. It doesn't work there. That's not where the kingdom resides. That's, that's the evil one trying to pull you into his kingdom. Loud, confusing, divisive voices. That's not God. We take a, um, a key from St. Elijah when he was listening, trying to listen for God. And it's, I love this story. Um, and so he's listening for God, and there's a great wind, a blowing wind, blowing everything around. And it says, God's voice was not in the wind. And then there was an earthquake. Things were shaking and rocks were tumbling, and God's voice was not in the earthquake. Then there was a fire. <laughs> Elijah, what a great life. A fire comes, and God was not in the fire. And then a gentle breeze. Guess where God's voice was? Gentle breeze. God speaks softly, not in the middle of noise. That's why the saints say the best place to pray is in silence. Quiet. Quiet things down, and you can hear God's voice. What's God saying? It's not in those loud voices. When, he, when things calm down, what I hear is stand firm. Love each other. Take care of each other. Work out issues with each other. Have confidence. Courage. The Almighty God, the Sovereign God at work. God's at work. 24-7. Establishing you in his kingdom. So be, be very encouraged with that. So one more bit of encouragement through the epistle. Uh, through him, we have uh, obtained access to this grace in which we stand, rejoice in our hope of sharing the glory of God, and we rejoice even in our suffering, he says, because suffering produces endurance, character, hope, and love. So what is this grace? I remember when we were becoming, becoming Orthodox, I remember the grace gotten defined. We used to see it as unmerited favor. It's not that. Well, it is that, but it's more than that. It's the fullness of God in you. It's the presence of God. The grace is the presence of God in you. Listen to these words from uh, uh, St. John. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And then two verses later he says, and of this fullness, grace and truth, all have received grace for grace. You get God's presence, his divine energy, his divine presence in you. That's how you maintain your life in the kingdom. That's how you fight the enemy. That's how you endure and move forward in your spiritual life. That's how it works. God's in you. God's working in you. Be encouraged. Be so encouraged that he's your strength. He's your foundation. He's your refuge. He's your deliverer. And where does he reside? I want you to do this. Point up there. Everybody. And then do that. That's where he resides. You know when those football players score a touchdown, they do that. Wrong place. It's there where God is, right? There. He resides there. 
This is important to really understand and be committed to. God lives in me, the creator and sustainer of the universe. Where does he live? Point again, right there, right there. Be, be blessed. We are so blessed, beloved. We are so blessed. So today, both feet in the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom of God. If you have not made that commitment to his kingdom, make it. If you need to step deeper in, step deeper in. If you're already deeper in, step deeper in. Further up and further in. Last chapter of... Uh, the C.S. Lewis book, beautiful chapter. Further up and further in. So, beloved, listen to the Lord today. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added to you. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.